It's time for another episode of The Cheat Sheet. The Cheat Sheet. The podcast where we interview top VCE performers and deconstruct the strategies they use to achieve incredible results at school and in life. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Cheat Sheet. My name is Ewan and our guest today graduated high school back in 2014, having received a 48 in English as a year 11 student and achieving an ATAR over 97. Uh, so, well, I should, uh, hopefully I got your degree. You're now studying a double degree in business at Monash. I certainly am my, uh, majoring in marketing and management at the moment. Uh-huh. But. Very cool. Well, we're going to get stuck into uni a little bit later. I'm curious as to what your thoughts are. We're going to sort of dig into the transition from high school into university a little down the line. Uh, but this is Lauren McLennan. This is our interview with her here on the cheat sheet. We're going to be discussing a bunch of things today. But first, Lauren, how are you? How's your uni break going? I'm really good. I'm really kind of in the zone of working, getting in there and uh, getting vamped up, ready for the second semester. Finding out if I get through on my transfer as well in the next couple of days so mm, getting okay. very excited to see where so you're going to be changing up a little bit your your course a little bit aren't you yeah so currently in a double mm-hmm. as uh previously said in uh business but i'm hoping to transfer to commerce cool. still in a double major so more management but behavioral commerce so sure a new uh, major offered with monash this year so everyone get onto it it looks really really cool yeah awesome all right well put a pin in that just for a sec because i will want to go back and discuss that uh but for now you know you obviously had experience great success at high school and I want to travel back in time and and relive some of those memories for a second oh yeah uh so you know a lot of people listening to this will obviously be in VC at the moment either as a year 12 student or as a year 11 student good luck everyone. um yeah so I, I'm like curious as to what your your advice may be for them like having been out of the system for like a couple of years now looking back on VCE what would be your one piece of advice uh to people still in amongst it I think the best thing that I've learned through both high school and then through going through uni is making sure that when you're thinking about everything that uh, needs to be done within the time frame, that you don't get overwhelmed with all the commitments that you think and all the things that you need to study and all the things that you need to know, but be able to break it down week to week or day to day so that you have little goals and little focuses that kind of keep you on your journey to getting to the end rather than thinking, oh, got to know four semesters worth of information and all these sacks that are going to be due and all these assignments I need to do. But if you break it down and kind of have goals for each week or just knowing that you'll have time to finish everything at the end, just having that in mind gives you a little bit of a peace of mind just so you don't feel totally overwhelmed at the end of the day. Mm. Yeah. yeah, wise words, wise words indeed. Uh, and then you obviously kind of juggled a lot of academic and, and personal commitments. You, you played a lot of sport. Mm. You're involved in various activities around the school and you held a, a school captaincy position. Uh, how how did you go about juggling all of that? Was, that? was that a matter of setting goals as well and kind of planning things out, segmenting your day? Yeah, it was all about different parts of your day have a different focus. So mm. if you're kind of committing to sport for an hour, that's what you'll be thinking about. You won't be sidetracked thinking about, oh, still have to do that homework when I get home or oh, I have band rehearsal afterwards I can't be bothered at all it's when you're in sport just thinking about that have a good time kind of embrace and just involve yourself with that and then when you need to study be like oh it's time to kind of switch your mindset that's what I need to do now and so rather than thinking yeah about everything at once you're breaking it down and just enjoying each part and then focusing on each part so that rather than yeah creating such kind of not overwhelming but you just have too many things to think about which just creates unneeded stress really so enjoy your sport have a good mindset when you study and then 
just do everything else when you need to. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And like, you know, kind of focusing on one thing at a time. Yeah. Um, I know like it, I, at times for me personally, like it became stressful when I was trying to juggle, when I was trying like multitask. Yeah. Um, and I feel like you can be far more productive if you just like focus on the one activity. Yeah. Dedicate your time solely towards it's, that. It sounds really basic, but I know when I was at uni during this week, five week, six period, if anyone from uni is listening, you'll know that that can kind of build up where you start getting all this information, mid-semester tests, everything's just building up. But Mm. that's when I really learned that, okay, so Monday, this is what I'll be doing. And then Tuesday, this is what I'll be doing. And then, oh, I might have to do write an essay, but I don't have to worry about that yet because it won't be due for another three weeks. I'm always kind of a stressor about getting things done early, but it's all about knowing that, yes, you have time to do that further on along the line rather mm-hmm. than just thinking oh i haven't done it yet i haven't started it yet because you will have time yeah like yeah. budgeting your time i guess kind of yeah it's all, all a balance really isn't it yeah balance just... and management what i hope to you know be good at yeah future, <laughs> <laughs> so well but getting back to the topic of university um around the time that people are listening to this they'll be thinking about what they want to do in uni obviously kind of picking picking courses and and looking mm. into even looking into universities you know there's so many choices you gotta gotta make so at the time things. i know we can all only remember now uh but uh i was wondering what sort of advice you had for students in trying to pick their course like maybe you can weigh in some of your personal experience a little bit like, what should you be looking for in terms of a course uh at a university this is going to sound really lame and there's going to be so many people that have heard this before <laughs> but might really, be true yeah pick something that you think you'll actually have a good time in mm. and that you'll be interested in because that when you start kind of learning stuff that you actually think is going to be relevant and you want to go down that way in the future it makes mm. you kind of more involved with it you want to have more knowledge a deeper depth a deeper depth. A deeper depth. I like that. <laughs> I see the headline oh, yeah. of this episode now. Going to deeper depths with Lauren McLennan. <laughs> yeah. So just knowing more about it is something that you want to do rather than something you have to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like with me at the moment, um, when I went into my management subjects, that's what I started to realize that it's kind of a bit more interesting. And uh, even I know I'm not majoring in international business, but that was a subject I just really enjoyed. So I learned so much more in that subject just because I enjoyed it and then i know that marketing was uh it was something that i was kind of good at something i was thinking i might continue on but once i had kind of experience with other subjects that's when i learned that i wanted to go somewhere else so you may start somewhere i think you're interested but learn that you're interested in something else so just kind of go with what you want to do don't be kind of pressured to oh i think i should do this because my friends are doing it or um, this will make my parents happy. It's like, oh, the prestige of doing this course or the um, places that this degree will take you. Just think about yourself rather than everyone's influence on you. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of my mojo when I was going through it. Like, commerce, business, what's the difference? Sure, sure. And so, yeah, I started out in business, thought I'd really enjoy it. But yeah, kind of going back, thinking about commerce and going down that track as well. So just, it's always a journey. There's never... An official start, an official end, and there's never a right or wrong. So just be open to all your preferences. Don't Mm -hmm. close one down just because a little niggle in the back of your mind is telling you not to do it. Just keep it open. And you have 12 preferences. So if you want, fill all 12. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. So... It's all good. Just yeah, better to be safe than sorry and fill all 12 of those preferences, yeah. really. No, yeah. Um, 
but uh yeah like I, I think like going into uni i found that a lot of it was probably more theoretical than i thought it'd be and i understand mm. this sort of like, the further you go into your uni degree it can become more practical um but it's worth kind of something people should think about like if you want something a bit more hands-on or a bit more sort of theory based um kind of look accordingly uh, and try and maybe pick a uni accordingly because every uni is different and the kind of yeah. courses and even if it's like if it's a business course such as the one you're doing yeah. uh it, it could that like, differ greatly from yeah. one uni compared to another yeah yeah but uh, even sorry even within monash i was going to say so business is mm-hmm. something that is quite theoretical so lots of the information that i'm learning is based on um historical facts and um economical theory whereas mm-hmm. commerce what i've noticed in this maths unit that i've done this semester specifically i've learned that yeah it'll have more of a maths base so even you'll be learning about the same thing there's always different ways of learning about information so that kind of is also something else to keep in mind when choosing your preferences sure sure and uh, you've also mentioned there that you're you're now changing your course whilst mm. you're sort of at uni slightly yeah. Uh, is that that's something you can do like fairly easily? Like I think that might come as a surprise to people that even you when you're at uni, degrees. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, like what, kind of mid mid course, or you know, whilst you're studying at uni, even yeah. kind of a year or two's in, such as yourself, that you can in fact change your mind. Yeah, exactly. So there are people who have done one degree in order to go somewhere else, or had to do two years or something, done a test to go elsewhere. But yeah, within different faculties, you can switch. So I was a year and a half into my degree now uh, and then transferring to something else. So it doesn't, timing kind of can work in your favor as well. So I've now got a good basis of business knowledge and um, subjects that I really enjoyed. And now I'm going somewhere else that might be a bit more challenging, but I'm still comfortable with where I'm going and knowing where I'll finish up now as well. So it's, yeah, uni is kind of, your little oyster and your little pearl in the middle and whatever that analogy kind of ends up going. But sure. I think I've heard of something along those lines. Yeah. So <laughs> you can, whatever, most universities will accommodate for what you want to study as well. So if you want to start somewhere and then find out you want to finish somewhere else, just contact your faculty, communicate with people, and that should kind of allow you to reach out to the right people in the end and be able to go where you want. So, mm-hmm. And you found it quite a simple process? I mean, obviously it'll vary between unis, but for you personally, it was okay? Literally filled out a form, handed it in, got an email saying, yep, we accepted it. Keep right. an eye out for another email. So that's how simple it was. Right. Very yeah. cool. that's, that's, I think that's reassuring to know people that they're not like, locked in yeah, in that exactly. decision they make, you know, as a 17, 18 year old that are all busy stressing out about mm. SACs and VC exams and stuff yeah, around the corner that, you know, if they decide they want to change direction or they don't know what they're doing but they kind of get into it like you like a lot of time people aren't particularly sure they know what they want to do uh in in year 12 like what they want to go on to but if they pick something they can always change their mind right i know someone who's gone from biomedicine to law right so it's quite a major change yeah there's never kind of boundaries to what you can do and what you want to study so don't be stressed by being locked into a degree for a semester because you can always get out of it in the end sure Thinking back once again, what are the best ways to sort search for uni information, search for that course information? What kind of things did you do? I, when I was trying to transfer early in the year, kind of deciding where I wanted to go, the Monash Uni Handbook was actually really useful Mm -hmm. and they update it year to year. So it's not something that you'll read and will work out that it's actually two years out of date and isn't relevant anymore. There's always the updated version so Mm -hmm. when i originally went into my degree last year uh there was a whole bunch of information about the subjects and 
uh, different units and blah, 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 all the other information you could possibly want. Yeah. And then when I wanted to change this semester, there was a whole new addition to it where I found this new major uh, that kind of really suited where I wanted to go and end up in my degree. Mm-hmm. So then even though it was introduced this year as well, it's I'm still able to transfer into it just because it is offered at Monash. It's not just because I started a year early doesn't mean that I'm restricted from going into it. Yeah. So always keep an eye out for new information because kind of unis always want to evolve and have the newest up-to-date information that they can give to you. So mm. always just keep an eye out on what's available to you. Really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember handbooks being really useful for me. Uh, also attending open days was particularly useful, having that ability to ask questions. Yeah. Um, I think it's probably the most useful thing and just getting sort of a feel from the campus. I think it's quite important yeah. too that you can kind of mesh with the environment and the sort of uni's kind of I guess kind of centered around a goal that you kind of match with or whatever yeah um, exactly like I went to when I went to Monash Open Day I yeah. went to both campuses as well so I was kind of getting a yeah. whole feel to the uni not just one place yeah so, yeah know. yeah I think I did the same um cool so that's good advice there so grab handbooks check the website stay informed keep up to date with information yeah. attend attend all the open days at all the campuses. No, just the ones that interest you. Uh, so now I'm kind of curious as to like transitioning from high school into uni and what that kind of experience was like for you. Because um, obviously, you know, when you're in high school, you sort of imagine you need to be all these different sort of things. No and one then, to guide me. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's people talk about this kind of sense of newfound independence that you're going to have and all this kind of thing. Mm. Uh, but from your sort of personal experience, uh, what what were the major differences between high school and university? Probably the biggest difference that I found was to do with the emphasis on Mm self-management. So when you're at high school, you kind of, you always get constant reminders from your teachers. Oh, this act's coming up, this assignment's due. Uh, You have a test and you have an exam and everything is kind of created in a timeline for you. Whereas when you go into university, that's already kind of an expectation that you'll be able to do it. Mm-hmm. So when you begin, I always found it useful having a calendar and being able to write in all my important dates. So it kind of becomes a visual reminder rather than a verbal reminder every single day that mm-hmm. you used to get from your teachers. Um, but apart from self-management, just being able to keep up to date with the information available to you. So always checking your emails, your the different university uh, kind of SharePoint. So at Monash, it's Moodle. So it's kind of, yeah, where all your unit information is available to yeah. you. Yeah, it's a student portal kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So just knowing that there is going to be the information that you need to know. Mm-hmm. So rather than just expecting it to be emailed to you or for your tutors to let you know every single week what's due soon, it's just a place to go that you can always find the information that you need to and always kind of have the main dates as well. So just being able to go collect that information and put it somewhere where you know that you'll be able to access it quite freely and quite regularly, mm-hmm. just so that you know what will be a priority when, really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, self-management. Yeah, we, we talked about sort of that, that calendar, that visual sort of reminder is exactly what I do too. Because mm. um, you'll get given all your due dates and... 
and whatnot, um, in-semester tests kind of dates, stuff like that, all in advance, right at the start. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, first thing I do is I try and pencil those into my, my calendar. Or even um, just the week that it's going to be in, Yeah, example. Yeah, they won't necessarily be the exact date, but at least the week it's going to be in, so yeah. I can get a head start. That being said, I, I have found that most of the time we are given some sort of verbal reminder, like whether it be in a lecture or whatever, maybe two to three weeks out. Yeah. Um, so it's not entirely that... Like, it's all on you. Yeah. Um, assuming you're attending your lectures, like, you, you will get a reminder mm. that way. Um, yeah, but all the same, it certainly does seem to be... Yeah. There seems to be a lot more emphasis and expectation on you kind of staying informed and making sure you're accessing all that information. It's not necessarily yeah. hand-fed to you, I guess. Yeah, one of the biggest kind of um, straight-off-the-bat challenges I faced, finding out that I needed to do most of my self-management I was actually just enrolling at uni mm-hmm. and uh, I was on the website and it asked me some strange question about oh, do you want to undertake subjects at, in this course throughout the semester it was mm-hmm. worded really odd and when I clicked yes and it took me on to some more questions but I went I don't know if I answered that right mm. so I went back and pressed no and then it went you are no longer able to enroll in this course uh, <laughs> right please, uh yep close this page and I went ah oh, okay um what 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 have i just done yeah uh, so that was then uh i needed to go back and see who i needed to contact and what emails i needed to get and who i needed to call to go back to mm. actually be able to enroll in my course in the first place yeah so yeah it that in the sense kind of showed me that even though it's about you enrolling in school then about you kind of knowing who to contact what to come who to um communicate with and being able to manage your way back to where you need to go pretty mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. yeah 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 i think like proactivity is sort of a mm. good a good thing to have in the back of your mind staying on top of things don't be reactive um yeah yeah, yeah try and like you know like it depends w- with your actual work it, it can vary but yeah certainly staying on top of due dates and and information like that is important mm-hmm. i'd highly recommend staying on top of your work too and being proactive there yeah um being reactive there is not maybe a good thing either yeah but, yeah. Uh, so and yeah, just good mantra to yeah. adopt. Going back to um, kind of visual reminders as well. Sure. So I do have a calendar that has all my main dates on it, all mm. the main weeks that I have everything in. But then I also have a planner that I will be that I take to uni. So that one normally stays on my bedroom wall, uh, and then my planner has my the work that I need to do every week, and then my commitments. So if I'm playing netball, or if I've got a meeting for something, or if I'm going to work. So that's kind of a day to day. Good to know all my information is available there. Yeah. And then my calendar is more for big things that are coming up that I really need to focus on. So yeah, being able to kind of have a transportable reminder as well is always really key. That's why the school makes you buy planners when you're at school. So yeah. I recommend doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's something they, they can't try and get into you in high school. I didn't, I wasn't very good at staying organized in high school. Um, but it's certainly essential in university. I think it's rec- I think it's highly recommendable. Recommendable? Am I? You you got the forty eight in English. You know, very should know. highly. Is that highly recommended? I highly recommend. There we go. That you stay organized in high school. Yes. But I think it's absolutely necessary in in university. Yeah. Um, and it's just yeah, it it it's just essential. Um, essentially. Um, so <laughs> the uh, depths of yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so. 
that's kind of touching on the, the academic side of things, and I'm glad we went so much detail there, but from kind of like a, a personal sort of perspective, I guess, in terms of a social sort of perspective, um, what's the environment like at university in terms of learning with other students, kind of interacting, making friends, stuff like that? Um, is that quite a different environment to high school, or does the sort of does that sort of social interaction, that classwork sort of, does it sort of behave the same? It is. From my experience, I found that it is quite different. When you're at high school, you're with the same kind of group of people five days a week. Mm -hmm. Uh, You'll see them at recess and lunch. You might have classes with them in the morning and in the afternoon. So you're normally kind of having the same conversations and having and feeling confident and comfortable with the same kind of people. But when you're at uni, you may see your tutorial group once a week yeah and that's it so the kind of conversations that you'll have will differ because you just don't see them as often and so then being willing to have open conversations and uh engage with them more will allow you to make more friends and better connections and study buddies and social networks and Mm. um all that jazz so it does kind of demand a different type of social interaction to begin with just because of the level and the frequency that you see those kind of people. Mm. But I know there are people that I have met through different university friends that now I keep in contact with because we're just quite similar. So you do make friends as well. So it's not just like study groups. You do make good friends as well. Mm. Um, But yeah, it kind of just depends how willing you are to make friends. And if you want to go to events or if you um, feel comfortable enough with people to go out for coffee um, if you think you know someone enough to go to a concert with them as well, just immersing yourself with other people kind of allows you just to make more friends, really. Yeah, and put yourself out there and be open and yeah, invite so, people to these things, I guess. Yeah. yeah, just the frequency, like going from high school, yeah, five times a week. To yeah, that's once. an interesting perspective, I guess. I never really thought about it that way. So correct me if I'm wrong, but was, was what you're kind of saying that at high school, you kind of first and foremost make friends and then you kind of expected to work with them, whereas at uni, you kind of are expected mm. to work with people and you make friends out of that? Is, yeah, is that kind of kinda, what you're saying? That's kind of what I felt because yeah. when all my week one classes, you go in and most people I don't know yet, even though I'm in second year and I've kind of met a few people. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, go into a group of six and brainstorm about this idea. Yeah. So you probably don't know anyone's name. You don't know what their degree is. You don't know what their personality is. So then it's about learning to work with them and then learning a bit about them and then learning if you actually want to have a friendship with them afterwards Mm -hmm. so yeah it is a different process no interesting very very interesting uh so to wrap things up looking back now looking back on on high school so so far back yeah (laughs) and then obviously going into uni kind of what what's that one piece of advice you think you'd you'd like to offer to someone maybe going through that transition let's think you know kind of a few months from now it's sort of january sort of time they're they're starting out what should you what would be your one piece of advice for day one at uni tough question I was like, <laughs> no no that's all good let, let, i'll let I you think say, in the first couple of weeks remember to be balanced don't overwhelm yourself be yep. able to kind of um commit to what you want to as well have your sport have your uni have your friends so don't become too overwhelmed with everything as well and Secondly, be open to people, really. So Mm -hmm. be willing to make new friends, be willing to have different types of conversations, be willing to help other people because that's when you really begin to have new experiences at uni and you don't just have the same group of friends that you kind of 
make new ones and experience different things just because you're willing to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so be balanced and be open. Excellent. Well, it's a very exciting time moving into university. So if, if that's what you're starting to think about, starting to pick out your preferences, uh, I think, yeah, you should definitely get excited about it. It's something worth looking forward to. Yeah. It's the beginning of the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's kind of like that first sort of step out into the, the big yeah. bad world, I guess. Yeah. I That's an expression, but it's not so bad a world, really. It's not so bad. You yeah. can learn a lot. Yeah. And we can make it good. Yeah. There we go. There's awesome. some life lessons for you. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us, Lauren. It was awesome having you. It's Thank you very much for being be involved. Here. Thank you very much. Uh, that's been another episode of The Cheat Sheet. Find us on Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Subscribe. Give us a like. Stay up to date with all the latest episodes and coverage. Uh, view Lauren's Cheat Sheet over at thecheatsheet.net.au forward slash Lauren. There you'll see all Ooh. her tips and advice written out in a printable form so you can start getting some of those visual reminders up around your room uh-huh. if that's what you're into like lauren suggested and we'll see you next time bye guys like this episode head to the cheatsheet.net.au for show notes real life cheat sheets and links to our social media pages thanks for listening